is 1039 WDKX and Jazzy T here on Rochester's Best Ride Home. And I have a special guest in the studio right now, Assemblyman Damon Meeks. He is here after a very awesome presentation on the assembly floor in honor of the co-founder of WDKX, Mrs. Gloria Langston. And thank you for bringing this resolution here. It has the New York State seal. I'm just going to read a bit. By Senator Cooney, it says, Mourning the death of Gloria Langston, pioneer of radio, prominent leader in media, admired storyteller, and devoted member of her community. Whereas it is custom of the legislative body to pay tribute to citizens of the state of New York whose life work and civic endeavors serve to enhance the quality of life in their communities and this great empire state. Whereas Gloria Langston of Rochester, New York, died Friday, May 6, 2022, at the age of 97. And you presented this on the assembly floor, and it was passed by a unanimous vote. Welcome back to the studio. Thank you. And it feels good to be back in Rochester. And, you know, everyone, bipartisan, you know, one of those resolutions that everyone vote on, um, they recognize the passion um, that I have as it relates to this. And, you know, one of the things that I, I, I say is, um, you know, thank you to WDKX and, and the great music that they provided, but also provided me um, the soundtrack of my life. You know, I can just think of different moments in my life that goes right back to the song and the first time I heard it on WDKX. I often talk to Dre about Memory Lane uh, because, you know, Saturday mornings, you know, baseboard cleaning, getting the walls clean, <laughs> yes. and listening to Memory Lane. So, you know, good music, and, and it make the time just go by, you know. Yeah. And um, I'm just really thankful uh, for, for the work um, that, you know, Miss Langston and Mr. Langston did in establishing um, WDKX, and, and we have it now for generations to come. And setting an example of, you know, you try and at first you don't succeed, dust yourself off and try again. Absolutely. Because it wasn't an easy peasy situation to yes. get the FCC license. Absolutely. And that is a testament, you know, behind every front man is a good woman behind. Yeah. You know, and that's what I really appreciate about Mrs. Langston and just her ability to bring people in as family. Yes whether it's listeners to this radio station or employees in this in this building yeah. you know whether it's interns or politicians mm -hmm. everybody is family yeah and with this resolution the whole state of New York is now pervy to her name absolutely and you know and the the work that went that was behind the station you know we been jamming since 1974 on air, but the reality of it is, I mean, they took hundreds of trips to Washington, D.C., you know, and, and had to, you know, give testimonies of sort and, and speak before commission before we can actually have the music live on air. So there was a lot of legwork that went into this, you know, blood, sweat, and tears, and I'm just, you know, grateful um, for, for that work. Awesome. And, and also, you know, to, to Dre and the Langston family to carry on this legacy. It's a beautiful thing. Definitely. And I'm honored to be a part of it as well. Well, thank you so much for coming by the studio. We're going to continue our conversation on the WDKX podcast network at WDKX.com. Also, you can find it on the new WDKX app. Just click on demand and you can listen to the entire conversation. We got a lot to catch up on 1039 WDKX. All right, so now we are off the air, and we can talk a little bit more freely on the WDKX podcast with Assemblyman Meeks. And I just want an update. Like, you're coming from Albany, you know, give us the tea. 
So, <laughs> so one of the uh, big things that we accomplished, and we just did an announcement last week, we had some press coverage on it, is uh, Double Up Food Bucks. So what um, we have a number of um, food trucks in the community, like Food Link. Um, we also have different farmers markets. So with that, if you're using your SNAP benefit, for every dollar you spend, you get a free dollar. Oh, so looking at the challenges that are before us as it relates to food insecurities yeah. with the onset of COVID-19 and so on, um, we wanted to be intentional and in basically making lives a little easier. We know like when we uh, do work with some of the, the food cupboards throughout the community, uh, week one and two, uh, the lines tend not to be that long, but come week three and four of each month. You have lines wrapped around the corner at the so, food banks. Yes, mm -hmm. yes. So, so with that being said, we're um, we wanted to be intentional in helping those who receive SNAP benefit money go a little longer. Okay. So, for every one dollar they spend, um, with Food Link at the trucks, at the curbside market, and uh, some of the farmers markets, uh, they get a, a, an additional dollar. So, historically, we've seen like with New York Connect, uh, for every five dollars you spend, you get two dollars. But in this instance, you'll actually get um, a dollar for for a dollar. So do you mean like, say, for instance, my bill is ten dollars at a farmer's market. Yeah. I'm actually only spending five dollars of my benefits. Is it kind of like that? So or do I get more money added on? You get more money. So added. I spend the ten and you food get a, stamps and then I'll get five back in a credit. What in a week or so? Or how does no. that work? Okay. So if you go shopping at, at like, say, the uh, curbside market. Because um, we, we work with and we announce this with Food Link, um, you'll get, say you spend $5, you get another $5 at that time. And this is only SNAP benefit. Okay. So it doesn't apply to, you know, your greenbacks, your dollars. Right, right, yeah. no, yeah. It, it, it doesn't work like that. Right, yes. right, right. Okay. So we're talking strictly about the, the food, EBT benefits. Yes. You spend five, you'll get five back. It's a dollar for each dollar spent, you'll get back. And then do, can I turn around and use that again at the same food? link truck or do i wait till you know next week or? you can use it right then and there oh okay yes. great yeah so that's your awesome. money is going a bit farther than, than awesome. it normally would and Heck i yeah. mean they have really really good uh vegetables and produce um i actually um went shopping there last week myself and bought some some nice um sweet potatoes some yams yeah um some uh what else um had apples bananas um but fresh fruit you know so it's 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 you know, it's it's a great benefit. And where is that located? So you have to go to like the Food Link website, okay. and they would actually show you these are the different locations on these different days. Okay. Um, my first time encountering uh, the the Food Link uh, curbside market was about eight years ago, and it was on Genesee Street. And they're like, "Hey, waving you down. We got fresh produce, fresh fruit." And I'm like, "Awesome!" So I go on the truck. And uh, the, the lady, uh, her name is Flo. So Flo was directing traffic and saying, hey, you know, if you spend, you know, five, you get two extra dollars. So I'm like, okay, I got a hot $20 bill. Right. And um, she said, oh, I'm sorry, brother. That's only the SNAP benefit. Right. I said, like, oh, okay. <laughs> but, you know, yeah. I, I say that to say, like, for me and, and, like, you know, my politics, it's like it may not direct me personally, but if you know it's to the greater good of the community, then mm -hmm. let's do it. Mm -hmm. You know, and, and that's why, you know, something else that I've supported is good cause eviction. Um, you know, so I'm supporting that legislation and hopefully we'll get it passed um, during this term. And that, that's basically looking at um, pushing back against people just being evicted just because. Like you have to show good cause uh, for the eviction and as well as um, for rent increases. You yes. know, I, I can attest to... And, and most folks, you know, who rent can 
agree with the rent is too damn high. Mm-hmm. So with that Tell being it. said, mm-hmm. you know, it's one thing to be able to justify a rent increase by, hey, I recently insulated the house. We're going to save you money on your gas and electric and so on and so forth. But to just say, hey, your lease is up and we're going to raise the rent this amount. And that's that. Yep. And, you know, it, it further pushes gentrification in our communities. Yeah. So, you know, we, we have to um, recognize the challenges that are before so many of our community in our community. Yeah. I, I love you for that. That's a great cause there because, <laughs> you. like you said, so many of us just, hey, guess what? The rent is, is raised. And it's like, huh? Yeah. You know, and I mean, luckily for me, it was only 50 bucks extra a month. But some people are seeing like, you know, 200 percent. Yes. We see, you know, 12, 18 percent <laughs> right, increases yeah. in. And, and some as high as 40%. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm saying. I know in other yeah. other states, too, I just talked to a friend that had to get out of Fort Lauderdale um, because his rent went up to $4,400. Wow. And I'm like, $4,400? That's a whole vehicle. Yes. And yeah. you're talking about every month? That's yeah. like buying a vehicle every month. Yeah. You know, one of them used vehicles, granted, but still. Yeah. So again, we thank you for all the good work that you've been doing in Albany, in our state's capital. Is there any way that the public can get involved if we want to say support the good cause bill or any other initiative that our assembly in New York state is doing? How do we get involved or how do we contact someone? So you can contact my office at 585-454-3670. You can also go to the uh, New York State Assembly website. You can simply Google that. Um, And you can look at the legislation. You can look at different bills um, that are out there, and you can see who actually signed on. So you have to know your representatives, and if they're not signed on to legislation, you can call into their office and say, hey, we need you to support this because Mm. it affects us, and we live in your district. That's awesome. Yeah, so to me, it's the advocates that really make my life that much easier because they they come to Albany, they rally, and they make noise, and they put folks under pressure. They let them know, listen, this is important to us, so it needs to be important to you as well. So I've been heavily involved recently with the cultivation of the cannabis business here in Mm -hmm. New York state via a podcast that I've been hired to produce called women in cannabis and the host Shana St. John, she's really an advocate of what we call breaking the grass ceiling. Mm -hmm. So since I have you in the studio, I have to ask, did you support the legalization of marijuana in New York state? Yes, I I did. Yes. Yeah, and I, I recognize it as, you know, economic justice as well as racial justice, you know, because when you look at the challenges um, that we've had um, as it relates to the breakdown of the black family and the Rockefeller drug laws and how so many of those things hurt our community, um, it's, it's about time that we do something to try to uh, refute and, and make things better. People just took a second to realize that things that people were locked up for simple possession yes. that's made them criminals that's made it difficult for their family for their wives and their mothers and their sisters and their brothers to make it because that income was taken away for simple possession yes. i feel like it is due and it is just and it mm-hmm. is owed yes. to say hey you already know how to run this business mm-hmm. If they happen to be in the illicit, you know, sale business of it, you know what the product is. You know what the impacts are. You know what the benefits are or are not, Mm -hmm. whether they want to say it's medicinal or just recreational. You understand this. You have a clientele. Now we're giving you an opportunity to have a legal business. I mean, why not? Yes. 
I think that's a great, like, I think people who want to start a cannabis business right now should be taking notes from a legacy grower and distributor. Yeah. (laughs) How does it work? And then we can work together as far as the politics and the laws go. Um, There is one thing that I'll mention, and maybe you can bring it back, you know, on behalf of a constituent concern. I'm hearing there's some talk about, you know, kind of like a stop and sniff situation. If we stop and what's that in your car, even though marijuana and cannabis is legal in New York, it's legal to possess, but you're not allowed to smoke it in your car. Yeah. So, you know, it's, it's tied into like similar to like drinking and driving. Right. But what if you're a passenger? If you're a passenger in a car, in a motor vehicle, and you have an open container and you're drinking, that's grounds for the vehicle to be pulled over and stopped and mm. searched and all those other things. So, you know, okay. it's one of those things that, I mean, I, I would suggest that one do it in the confines of their home. Um, when, when you look at the rules and the guidelines, it will be similar to cigarettes. So you cannot smoke cigarettes in, in public you know, places as far as uh, restaurants, places of business, and so on. So that will be the same rule. So as it relates to going to the concert and you know, lighting up a spliff, that's still illegal. Right. Yes. Yeah, and people have been doing that since before. Since before. <laughs> we haven't said anything concert, about being legal. Every concert I've ever been to. Every R&B, one of them. I went to a gospel stage play. And it was... <laughs> So, yeah, but it does get a little bit tricky, though, when you talk about a car is considered a public place, but it's my car. Yeah. And I understand don't drink while I mean, don't drive while high, don't drive while high. However, it gets a little sticky if you were in your home. Mm -hmm. It's on your clothes. The cloud of smoke followed you into the car. Yes. And now you're getting in trouble because they stopped and sniffed you. Yes. And there's really no way for the cop or for the passenger to prove whether the smoke was in the car or mm-hmm. was it in the house and the cloud followed you into the car. Yeah. And you know, you you get you have some in law enforcement that's trying to push the button on this and the reality of it is when alcohol was legalized, it took another what 15 to 20 years before you had a breathalyzer, mm. you know? So, I mean, when you look at that, I mean, it may take time before there's a an actual test, um, but as far as passing the law, um, we saw it as the right thing to do at the right time. Mm-hmm. Yeah. All right. Well, I think there's a lot of opportunity there, and I think this definitely opens up that lane for, dare I say, reparations, you know, in some form because of the criminalization of the dehumanization of black people that had a little bit of on them and broken families and broken communities over something that has now proven to have a medicinal value. Yes. So there's that. Assemblyman Minx, thank you so much for stopping by. Thank you. Thanks for having me. WDKX podcast. Tune in again next time for more candid conversations. (laughs)